You are listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. For our first episode of the new year, NYSAC's Executive Director Stephen Aquario is joined by Joseph Rulison, CEO and co-founder of 3plus1. They will provide a financial outlook for county leaders and predictions on short-term interest rates and inflation as we head into 2023. Hello, I'm Stephen Aquario, the Executive Director of the New York State Association of Counties. Uh, welcome uh, to Joseph Rulson, the Chief Executive Officer of a New York-based company called 3plus1. Joe, welcome to the show. Steve, thank you so much. And it's hard to believe that the, the new year is approaching so quickly. Well, I'm glad that you brought up that new year because as we sit here, uh, just on the eve of the new year, I recall you and I having a very similar conversation in 2021, I think it was, uh, where we talked about fiscal year 2022. Uh, how were your predictions back in uh, that late 2021 and, and what materialized in 2022? Steve, it's it's hard to believe how quickly the year went, but I'm also very pleased but humbled that, you know, through the whole list was 100% uh, on the mark. And uh, the big theme that we had for last year at this time was really to emphasize the value of cash as an asset with rates, interest rates moving up, short-term rates at that point were basically literally just close to zero with the expectation that uh, rates would move up. At first, um, in December, I thought they would go to 1%. Then I adjusted that um, going into the year in uh, January to say, I believe they're going to hit four by the end of the year. We've seen that. Thought inflation would be, and which is not transitory, that inflation was here to stay and was correct with that. And at the same point in March came out of 22 and stated that short-term interest rates in 2023 would hit 6%. And I continue to stand by that. I continue to believe that inflation is here uh, to stay and the Fed has to combat that. I do think the economy is in better shape than most are giving it credit. The consumer still got some money and they're still spending which leads me to believe that inflation, while um, not at the 7 or 8%, but we, we could see it hovering that 5 to 6%, will continue to have to be brought down by higher interest rates. And so the Fed will continue on that. And that's exactly what I was saying last year and saying with cash, if you were not investing cash um, and earning the rates of uh, close to 4%, then you are not doing justice for your community. Uh, and that is the case right now, is that with short-term interest rates at uh, above uh, close to 4.5%, if somebody is not receiving at least 4% or more, um, then I would say they are still not letting their cash be realized as a true revenue-generating asset that can really help combat a lot of these issues. We're talking with Joe Rulson from 3plus1. We're talking about cash management. We're talking about county treasurers or local government chief fiscal officers who are responsible for investing our tax dollars and making sure that we get a strong, a solid uh, predictable rate of return. Joe, you mentioned we were practically at zero in the basement 
in 2021, going even into 2022. You had some predictions going into 22. They came true. Uh, it was uh, interesting as we went through 2022 to watch the Federal Reserve make those rate adjustments. Uh, you mentioned uh, counties and local governments uh, earning at least 4% on their assets right now. Let's talk a little bit about uh, 2023 again. Let's, let's reset the table here as we're starting this new year. We have a central bank called the Federal Reserve who sets these interest rates uh, in the United States, and I'm sure other countries are watching what the U.S. does here. Uh, but let's talk about what your expectations again are uh, for 2023 as we go in uh, to this year. Uh, can you talk to us again about uh, what your predictions are for short-term rates? I believe you mentioned 6%, which is just shocking to me. But can we, can we go over that a little bit again be glad to, Steve. With rates right now, the Federal Reserve has um, has the Fed rates at a four and a quarter to four and a half. I, my belief is you're going to see the following in uh, January. You'll see another half of a percent uh, jump, which brings it to that uh, four seventy five to five percent, and then I think that will be followed by at least uh, three more quarter point uh, jumps to bring that up closer to. Uh, that 6% level. And the reason why is that you're, you're continuing. Uh, I think a great example was that there was concern that the retail sales were going to be sluggish for December. And now that you're looking at the uh, numbers, they're coming in stronger than anticipated. The consumer still got a lot of money out there, but while at the same time, the cost of these uh, services and goods continue to climb. Even though uh, energy prices have uh, relaxed and have pulled back, you have other type of costs that continue to move up. And that, whether it be for the farmers in terms of the cost of uh, the fertilizer and the seeds and whatever they need to do uh, for the raising uh, livestock or growing uh, the kind of uh, products that we all need at the, the grocery store to um, what you're seeing. And here I am, treasurer of a water authority, and we continue to see significant increases on the cost of the filtration for water and what's necessary um, from the chlorine and others that are involved, which continue to be at a double-digit uh, rate. So there are a lot of uh, type of trickle-down effects that continue to to boost up that inflation, which really is going to take a while for it to uh, follow through. And I think it's here to stay, Steve. I was talking to a manufacturer of uh, the largest pie and a waffle manufacturer in the country. And he said his cost went up 30%. Now, when rates start or costs start coming down, he said, do you really think I'm going to decrease what I need in terms of uh, bringing a profit to the bottom line? He goes, no, that these are here to stay. And so I think that's something we have to realize, that the rates that we're seeing are continuing. And historically, where short-term rates are between that 45 to 6% is not an anomaly. It is what the actual, um, you know, 30, 40, 50-year cycle of short-term rates, that's really where they hover, and that's a normalcy. So I think we're getting back to a normal level of what we can expect. And as a result with this, Steve, that's why I, I believe you'll see those kind of rates. And what that means is that every single dollar you have cannot sit dormant. It has to be put to work. And just imagine if you're making four and a half, five, six percent on your cash, that can offset 
the cost of the inflation that your public entity is experiencing for 2023. And that's going to be the big issue. Municipalities have not had and governments have not had the size dollars uh, to work with like they have over the last year and I think into this year. So therefore, you've got an asset that can really be very productive and can have some very positive effects. And I'm excited at the fact of what, you know, in $10 million, that is a lot of money that you can generate uh, to the bottom line. And each million dollars, just keep in mind, uh, 6% can uh, tally. And that's why we're pleased at 3 plus 1 is those entities that have worked with us have earned now over a billion dollars more that have gone back to those they serve that otherwise never would have been recognized had they not taken advantage of the liquidity data and analysis from us, Steve. So it just shows you what the power of that cash is. Well, let's talk about that for a minute here. You are the chief executive officer of uh, a New York-based financial technology firm. Uh, Tell us about 3 Plus 1. What is it that that allows you to produce these liquidity analysis? What is a liquidity analysis and why is that important for local government chief fiscal officers? Absolutely. I think the first thing, Steve, is to tell you what we're not. We're not a bank. We're not an investment advisor. We're not a broker dealer. We're purely data providers. Um, We do liquidity analysis. We coined that uh, phrase. We coined that need uh, for public entities. And that is to look at every single dollar that goes through and to look through the eyes of the public entity while also looking through the eyes of the financial institutions and the markets. You bring that together, it becomes so powerful to give you the confidence to know, have I captured every single dollar that I have that can be put to work before I need to actually use it? Not what I think I need, but what I actually need. And that difference can be up to 73% difference, Steve, of money that can be put to work that can actually lead to a 30% jump year over year in terms of uh, the money earned and the interest earned on those dollars. At the same time, you're looking at what is the cost of those transactions and just making sure that your bank relationship, which is extremely important, is right size, that you're getting the right earnings credit and that you're getting the best use of bank technology to reduce any potential of fraud. All of that goes hand in hand and that's what we do is we, we look, we analyze the data, We believe that it's the data, not opinions, that can really lead to uh, significant returns. You have that confidence, you can make sure every single dollar is being put to work, but at the same point knowing every dollar you need for payroll or for payables or whatever is there. And our data analysis historically is able to then give you where you're gonna stand you know, six to nine months out. And that's important for rating agencies to know that in fact, you are able to show the quantitative and qualitative value of your liquidity. And the final part, Steve, that I think is important is that the New York State Comptroller wants to know that public entities are really giving attention to their cash. They're looking at their cash and they're not just placing it in one spot and saying, I'm done. I'm earning 4%, great. They want to see that that money is diversified. They want to know that it's proactively managed, that you've done your time horizon data, you know how far can go out. And at the same point, Um, you're doing the most with the dollars, given taxpayer dollars. And I I just want to mention, Steve, 2023 could be the year in which as rates start to get up to that 6%, 
we can provide that kind of data that allows you to look out beyond a year, two, three years to see what cash can be locked in with your financial institutions and in the marketplace. So you can lock that in for the long term. And that's going to be important. So you have a short term strategy, medium size, uh, medium term uh uh, strategy and then also longer term. You can't do that unless you have the data and that's the data that we provide. We'll be right back to the conversation after a brief message from a sponsor of ours at NISAC. Created to support public entities liquidity needs in the state of New York, New York Muni Trust provides an investment program committed to maximizing liquidity, convenience, and competitive rates of return. New York Muni Trust offers two separate investment funds, the Excelsior Fund is for New York counties, and the Empire Fund is for all municipal corporations. For additional information about the services provided by New York Muni Trust, please visit nymunitrust.com. Uh, I assume that this uh, liquidity analysis that uh, 3 plus 1 is using for the public sector uh, has been used in the private sector uh, for banks uh, in the banking industry. And is my assumption correct? It, I think it's highly valued by the banking uh, institutions because we're able to show where does this place on, where the use of the, this data, and how long can these deposits be held onto the balance sheet, or are these deposits you don't want on the balance sheet? So it really enriches the bank relationship. In addition, it gives the public entities the perspective of what are the banks thinking. They're such a valuable part of the equation. They provide the safety of the public entities. And having that and being able to match that to what the need is of when a public entity needs cash becomes very, very valuable. Having the marriage of those two is what that link is. And that's that liquidity part of when you're talking about safety, liquidity, and yield. The safety are the banks. The yield is the marketplace. That link of liquidity is three plus one for the public entities and the financial institutions and markets. Very important financial tools uh, in the modern era here. Uh, Joe, let's return back to our discussion that we were having about inflation. Let me ask you this direct question about the Federal Reserve making these adjustments, of course, uh, the central bank trying to avoid a recession. Uh, what about inflation? And will we see, will we in fact see a recession? I know I'm counter to what most are saying out in the market right now, Steve, that are expecting a recession in 2023. Many think we're in the middle of one right now. I don't believe that's going to be the case. I think it'll look a little anemic, but I do not expect that we'll go into recession. I think you're going to see one positive quarter, one negative quarter, one positive quarter, one negative quarter, or vice versa. But I think you're going to see sort of a jig jaw type of uh a type of an approach uh, going into 23 that will not be an actual recession. So that I think is very positive news. And uh, I think you're hearing the press wanting to talk a lot about recession. Um, and I just don't think that is the case. Inflation's here to stay, Steve. It, it, inflation is a long-term um, uh, issue. We were in years of where there was no inflation and now the marketplace is getting it. And entities that did not have the ability to increase prices because of where the inflation stood at zero are now taking advantage. So I think that's something that you're going to continue to see. Average inflation, I know the Fed has wanted to see 2%. 
I think they'll be very fortunate if they get down to four, but I don't think that will happen in 2023. Maybe something we'll see in 24, but that's why I think you're going to see them continue to combat um, with the interest rates of raising them so they can try to get a handle on this. But so far, you look at the positive employment numbers, you look at uh, the consumer spending, so many positive things that I think are going to uh, lead to where um, – that's showing that there's still growth and the Fed's going to try to tame that so they can bring that inflation down. Just a fascinating discussion, Joe. I'm so grateful for your time, and I'm sure that our, our members will enjoy listening to this podcast as well. Let me ask you this closing question before we wrap up 2022. Uh, let me ask you this. What is the big theme uh, in Joe Rulson's mind for 2023. Joe Rulson, the chief executive officer of 3 Plus One, uh, the big theme into 2023. Cash is king, Steve. Um, given where you've seen the stock market, given where you've seen the bond market, cash and being able to have something that can be safe and that can be generating a return of 4 to 6% in 2023 is really the theme is that cash can be a revenue generating asset and it is something to take advantage of. It is something you need to be proactive, but cash is a great asset to have and has to be considered an asset. And boy, it can help with reducing what the impact of inflation is. It can help with any budget gaps. It can also help with ARPA funds that are still waiting to be spent. It can also help fund. It was interesting, Steve, I was, um, with a public entity and they said, we just hired three new police officers because of the money that was made from working with uh, three plus one on our cash. Means more teachers, means more money for staff, means you can give some raises that can offset this inflation. So many aspects of the of cash that can generate that otherwise would not be realized. And um, as we're saying at three plus one, we have made a billion dollars up and above whatever would have been realized. And our goal for the end of next year is to be at a billion and a half and knowing that's going back to those that you're serving. And I just want to also take this uh, moment, Steve, to say thank you. Thank you to you and to the New York State Association of Counties and to your members, to all the public officials that are working so hard. When you see all the extraordinary circumstances of what happened, whether it be health related, whether it be, you know, human inflicted, whether it be, you know, uh, climate change or environmental type of catastrophes that happen, you're always right there to help public entities work through this. And the public officials are there to just make sure their citizens are being taken care of. And just know, we take pride in the fact of making sure that money's there so you have the confidence and peace of mind of knowing you can do what you need to do while your money is still out there working for you to make more income for your entity. So it's it's one we want to say thank you. We're excited about 2023. We think it's going to be a great year for cash and one that uh, we're delighted to be of help in any way, Steve. Absolutely terrific presentation. So grateful for your work in New York, Joe. Thanks so much. We've been joined today by Joe Rulson, the Chief Executive Officer of 3 Plus One. All the best and Happy New Year to all. Thanks so much. For listening to this episode of NYSAC's County Conversations podcast. Keep tuning in for more county government-focused conversations, and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date.